Blog Talk Radio. which is my name is Raina Starr. I am your host. Desperate House, which is, is not a GPG or even an R-rated shot. <laughs> wow. New teeth, new lips, new tongue. Okay. Uh, Desperate House, which is, is not a GPG or even an R-rated show. So if bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind, and someone who apparently can't speak very well are going to upset you, this may not be the show for you. But, of course, since I'm doing it, I think it is. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredibly wicked one, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Please check out her sale on her social media pages and on the page for Wicked Witch Studios. The shop is wickedwitchstudios.com. She is having her limited edition Halloween sale until the end of the month. So if you are looking for some very specific oils, candle sprays, it's that time. Get on over to www.wickedwitchstudios.com. All right. I'm so glad this person came back to say hello to me. Sale Luciole, the Star Spun Witch, is back on for the hour. Hey, Sale. How are you, baby? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me back on. Thanks for saying yes and not running screaming into the night because, you know, I have I have weird effects on people. Some people are like, uh, wrong number, who this? Um, and some people are like, yeah, sure, you're, you're fun. Let's do another hour and see if we don't kill each other. Um, I have yet to kill a guest. So, yeah, we're doing good. So tell me how you've been. Tell me what's going on in your world how are you doing uh i don't know if this is the middle of the pandemic the end of the pan i i I don't know where we're at in this thing what's going on in your neck of the woods unfortunately i believe personally you know observing it from the research side of things i believe that we are probably only in the middle of it um not enough people are taking it seriously and it's going to continue. I think we won't really be seeing our way to the end of the tunnel, so to speak, until 2023, to be honest with you. Um, So with that in mind, I've been, I'm fully vaccinated. You know, I'm ready for that booster as soon as they approve it for Moderna. No problem with that. I'm ready to go. Um, But I'm still kind of, you know, keeping in my distance in a lot of ways. I'm still not going to big gatherings and not really going out to restaurants or movie theaters or anything like that. I am, you know, I went to a restaurant like a handful of times when I was in California because they were still doing all outside seating. And um, it was before the Delta variant came rolling through when we were, we, you know, all thought we were still pretty safe. And um, other than that, I'm still very, no, no big gatherings or anything. You know, I have lots of stipulations if I do masking the whole thing. Um, Cause I, you know, I'm technically in the first category and, I, I have actually, since we spoke last, um, managed somehow to miraculously survive COVID. 
So I'm really not interested in, in taking that chance again. <laughs> um, so totally I'm still kind of keeping that. myself alive. No, I totally get that. As a matter of fact, because I'm in a high-risk category and I've also had, I also had Moderna, um, I actually already got my booster shot. So I'm, I'm on number three, no special talent yet, very disappointed. Nothing, you know, I'm not magnetized, um, unfortunately, not attracting any more young men or money or anything else for that matter. So boring. Anyway, uh, but I, I did what you're saying because I think they probably <laughs> yeah, I um I I was also going out doing some of the outdoor uh seating before the Delta variant and um you know, we actually considered going to grocery stores and then the Delta variant hit and I was like, "You know what? We're not doing this. I'm going to keep myself out of the mix cuz I'm older and I'm high risk." So, yep. I backed away as well and said, yeah, there's enough people out there, and I don't think we're all that accustomed to peopling yet because it seems like um, from a workforce standpoint, people are just not wanting to go back to what they were doing before as far as a desk job being surrounded by other people. And you can't blame people for that, right? No, no. Yeah, I'm very scary. fortunate. I was already work from home before the pandemic, so I already had a work from home job, thankfully. And um, yeah, I can't imagine. I had an employer trying to tell me I had to go back to some germ farm surrounded by a bunch of fucking mouth breathers who don't believe in science, expecting me to breathe their air. I no, 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 no. And unfortunately, that's exactly what I'm living through right now, and I bitch about it quite often. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, I'm in the South, and it's not that all Southerners are bad. They're not. I'm technically a Southerner now myself, but here's the the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, a medical situation became politicized when it had no business being politicized. Thank you, Trump supporters and third-party conspiracy theorists. Anyway, sorry, I do go off on a rant, and I don't care because I think think those people are insane, you know. I mean, my own mother is one of these morons, you know, and is um, a staunch Trump supporter, told me that if I got – called me and said, do not get the vaccination – and I said, okay, I'll bite. Why? And she proceeded to give me this ridiculous list of things that they have turned us all into zombies and they're going to have control <laughs> of our DNA. I'm like, okay, first of all, when was the last time you used a credit card? Oh, this morning? Trust me. They know who you are, where you are, what you're doing. They know your blood type. They know everything about you. Right. You've been to a doctor recently. Doctors have all put their records online so that other medical facilities, if you should be rushed to an emergency room in Timbuktu, can access your medical history and therefore not kill you. So the idea that all of the sudden – 
they're putting the the vaccination and what was the latest thing? Salad dressing, right? Yeah. Um, oh my God, are you saying that now? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And here's the thing: anybody who remembers Trump's <laughs> diet knows that this man had no interest in eating a salad. So the idea Men. that you know, I mean, come on, try, no, it's really ridiculous. You know, they're <laughs> going to hide it and. They're, they're going to hide it to get Trump supporters by putting it in in salad dressing. These people are not eating salads. I'm sorry. If they're like no. him, they're eating Big Macs and other disease-ridden foods. I mean, not yeah, literally. Poison the barbecue. Right, exactly. It's like you're putting, you know, these are not health foods, people. They're not health foods. So, uh, you know, just the idea that you are free, this quote-unquote freedom, crisis of freedom that people are trying to tell me is their reason for not getting vaccinated, quite frankly, I find hysterical. It's just a case of, I don't want to, you can't make me, and that's it. I mean, Trump got booed at his own rally for encouraging people to get the vaccination, which was hilarious. Just saying. It is ridiculous, and there are many days when I just have to unfollow people, unfriend people, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. So true. No, uh, I yeah. totally agree. So, so it's maddening because it is. it's maddening. Yeah, I mean, you think you're dealing with people. I mean, and unfortunately. A lot of people that feel this way are pagans. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. It's been startling, actually, to see I, the large numbers in the spiritual community dig into the ignorance, like double down, man. I like they're going it. hard with it. They're like, fuck you, my rights. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> really? I mean, you are, you know, we actually. I know it's a, it's a it's a magical community and there are certain things we believe. But by the same token, for the most part, the pagans I know personally do believe in science. And they right. they're not conspiracy they're not conspiracy theorists. And but the number of of not thinking conspiracy theorism is really on the rise in the pagan community and I find it very frightening. Sure. Agreed. Same. Even just locally, like I've we've seen evidence of it here. Certain members of the more you know public pagan community just espousing Trumpisms with all their little heart, man, and it's it's really disturbing. Yeah, I don't see. You know, it, it's funny because my first husband, who was a witch, who is still a witch. Um, started talking about um, how Biden belonged in jail and how Trump is the true president. And I went, who oh are you? And not to be not to be overly vulgar, but block your ears, kids, because this is going to be vulgar. But I'm like, I actually let you put your dick in me. That scares me. <laughs> I'm so glad it didn't rub off. You know, I mean, I'm like, if I had known that this is what you were going to turn into over time, I wouldn't, I would never have married you. You know, it's really crazy. It's like, in retrospect, the things 
you learn about people years and years and years later. Like, I had been a huge fan of Eric Clapton, and then he started spouting all this bullshit of being anti-vax, and I'm like, stop it. Are you kidding? But then again, um, I was not aware of it, but Eric has a, a bit of a racism problem as well, so... It's it was it's many decades ago, but it doesn't matter. You know, if it doesn't you have it, it doesn't. If you can be like that, then you can still be like that. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. I, I I've never seen a heartfelt um uh, reversal from him on any of his craziness. And he's just become more and more hardcore fundamentalist as time has gone on. And it, it, I find it disturbing because I've given this man a whole lot of my money over many, many right. years. But anyway, whatever. So let's get to the real reason we're here. Let's talk some crystals because <laughs> right. I'm super happy you're here and you know I think I I mean I ever since I spoke to you and a little bit before I you know I'd, I'd had an interest in crystals but then you know like I talked to you and and you know it was like oh crystals are good for like so many different things I mean they're protective and you know you can you can kind of tune certain things out with them and raise certain vibrations with them. And I find the whole thing really fascinating. And I'm so glad you came on to talk to me about it. Cause I, you know, I, I was, I was talking to somebody at one point and, and they said, you know, sometimes when you get a crystal and you don't really vibe with it, it's actually good to have that crystal to address whatever mm-hmm. it is that that stone is bringing up. Can you talk about that a, a bit? Absolutely. It's um, very common, actually, that you find that, you know, a particular, and that's not to say that you know, if you don't gravitate toward a crystal that it has some deep life meaning for you, that you just might not gravitate towards a crystal. We're talking about crystals that you come across and are like, Ugh, I don't like that crystal. I don't like it. <laughs> you just actively don't like the fucking uh-huh. crystal. Um, usually right. it's because that crystal has some work to do with you that you don't want to do that crystal is going to come into your life and it's going to ask you to face something that you don't want to face or that you've you know partially faced in the past and just don't feel like you are want to deal with it again or you might think you've already dealt with it but you haven't and now you're willfully telling yourself that you're already past it you know we spiritually bypass ourselves when we don't want to deal with things um, oh, yeah. there and that <laughs> generates this kind of, hmm? I'm so glad you said that because a lot of people, that's not, that's not a topic that gets addressed a lot. A lot of <laughs> folks will say, and, and it's really true. A lot of people talk about shadow work. I consider that part of shadow work and we Absolutely. do spiritually bypass and it's, it's not something that I find a lot of people talking about. So, Wow, I even want to dive deeper into that whole concept. Just for the folks listening, can you explain what spiritual bypassing is? Um, 
Well, hopefully I, I explain it well. Um, spiritual bypassing is when you come up with, in my opinion, my view of it, how I interpret it, right. is when you come up yep. with every good on paper spiritual excuse to not own and deal with your shit. It's, you know, oh, I've got all these toxic traits, I've got all this trauma, I've got all this shadow work, I've got all these things about myself that I need to address so that I can step into, you know, who I'm meant to be, own your power, because that's what it means. It means that you will own your power at the end, but they're not, they're not wanting to, to see that. They're buying into the whole um, love and light only, please. Thank you. I only want light, fluffy, glitter sparkles. Thank you very much. And they're like, well, as long as I think happy thoughts, it doesn't fucking matter if I deal with this shit. And it mm-hmm. does matter. And it does matter a lot. And you run into it quite frequently. And there's many different ways that spiritual bypassing can rear its ugly head. I've actually been told by people when I've tried to express to them that I'm you know, experiencing mental health issues or I feel like I'm, I'm going back down a road, you know, or what have you, or, you know, I've been depressed or, you know, whatever reason I've had them look at me like, well, stop it. Like those were their exact words. Mm-hmm. They just waved their hand and they said, stop it. It's like, Oh gee, why didn't mm-hmm. I fucking think of that? Like fuck off with that bullshit. Like, no. And, you know, they just mm-hmm. tell themselves it doesn't matter. And they like, well, if you're, if you're sad or if, or if your life is not going the way you want it to go, then, then you're manifesting that. That's another really lovely spiritual bypassing thing that they, a lot of people don't like to address. Like the, the pagan community is, they love to run their mouths about how if you're attracting negative circumstances or bad things are happening to you, you, you brought that on yourself. And sometimes you did. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody out here is is a victim, you know. You know, very many people bring their circumstances on themselves, but we live in a society that does not support the average human being. Very many of us are dealing with circumstances and situations that we can't really control if we want to exist with a home and food and, you know, any any type of comfort or um, stability, you, you have to deal with things that you don't want to deal with. And, and sometimes you can't control it and you just have to make the best out of a shitty situation. And it's okay to be like, okay, fucking shit sucks right now. Like I, I it just shit. It's okay to acknowledge that it really is. And all these love and lighter, you know, fluff bunny, silver thorn assholes out there are wanting to tell you that it's because you're negative and you draw, you brought that on yourself. Well, you just need to think happier thoughts so that good things will happen for you. Or my favorite one is when a witch will look at you and be like, well, just manifest it. Oh, gee, why didn't I just, you know, think about that. Let me just go toil and trouble in my fucking cauldron and it'll be fine. Like, clearly, to me, yeah. these people don't have a true understanding of manifestation and how magic works. And the fact that we live in a world that is full of its own energies and there is the chaos factor, whether we like it or not. And you can't just manifest bright, fluffy fucking bunnies. And they want to live in this peach, rose-colored world. And they absolutely refuse to acknowledge that that in and of itself is a toxic trait. They refuse to acknowledge their trauma. They refuse to acknowledge how they themselves are contributing to it. And they just continue to love and light everybody to death. Sorry, I get on rants too. 
No, no, no. And that's this is the place for it. This I'm here for the rant. <laughs> I'm totally No, 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 because all right. So I got I got schooled about toxic positivity because I didn't know what it was and I didn't know it was a real thing. And I swallowed crow about it and I'm like, "Listen, I'm not the only asshole out here who didn't know what it was." Okay. So right. when you tell people to be positive to a point where you're not even living with your head and feet on the ground and understanding reality. Yeah, okay. It's great to try to manifest positive in your life. That's, I mean, <laughs> magic is brought about by adversity and adverse circumstances. Everything is not dire. But if you didn't have adversity of some kind, fewer people would be involved with magic. Don't you think that's true? I do. Absolutely. I mean, I think that there, of course, would still be those of us who just exist to breed magic and would always be a, a witch no matter what. But I do believe yeah. that it is the spiritual path of the underdog. It's a means of granting power to the powerless and all you need is your will. And I, I absolutely believe that it is without oppression breeds interest in witchcraft. Let me just say that, um, you oh, know, yeah. because it is, it's the spirit of the oppressed. It's, it's the way of a, a means of ga- grabbing your own power in a society that systematically insists that you have none because no one at the end of the day can take your will. Exactly. See, Oh, you said that so beautifully. I love that. Um, yeah. But it's true. It's very true. And I think, you know, there's there's levels of things, however. There's folks who are, you know, chronically positive to a point where you just want to slap these fucking people and say, get your gold ass out of the clouds. What you're, ta- what you're spewing is bullshit. I have a real situation here. However, there's also the side of, and I've got some friends, and I know you do too, where they've never seen a sunny fucking day. So there's yeah. that end of it, too, of the spectrum of everything is fucking doom and gloom 24-7. And it's like, and I hate to unfriend folks who are going through a tough time, but when you've been going through a tough time for the past two years, and there's a, there's a thing of wallowing in it, too. So it's a balance. I mean, you can't be... Everything light, and you can't be everything negative. You have got to try to mix that shit up sometimes. Some folks just have a negative life experience. That happens. Right. I mean, you know, my childhood years were horrific. My teen, you know, my teen years were horrible. My first couple of yep. marriages, I, I was getting my ass kicked, literally. Okay? So, yeah, I've been through mm. shit. I have a disease I could die from. Because, you know, people in my family die from Crohn's disease. It just happens. Um, some people have it worse than others. That's just, you know, that's just shit that, that happens to people. Some people have diseases that they can manage, and, and you'd never know. But it's like you've got to be able to mix it up. You can't be negative all the time, even if you feel negative all the time. There's got to be a point where you're like, you know what? I'm going to try to maybe not focus on everything shit today. So I, I feel like well, you're right. there are people that do, you know, it's it's like it it can't be all 
this or all this. Come somewhere in the middle to be relatable so that you can have these conversations because I know that some folks who are chronically happy and some folks who are chronically sad are being avoided by certain sectors of our population. And I'd rather not have anybody ignored. You know what I mean? Or maybe that's too fucking pie in the sky. What the fuck do I know? (laughs) Well, and I think you're right. I think it's a balance. I think that, and I think that there's an unfortunate element of the metaphysical community to ignore mental health and the fact that that plays into it. Um, you know, folks will be, you know, persistently depressed, persistently sad. And instead of thinking, okay, maybe I need to speak to a psychologist or psychiatrist and and discuss options. Maybe I need, you know, talk therapy. Maybe I need medication. Maybe I need to discuss something to get me out of this space instead of looking for, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking before, the science deniers that are popping up in our community. It's the same principle there. Instead of saying, Hey, maybe I have MDD. Maybe I have bipolar disorder. Maybe I have something that can be addressed and I can fix or at least get help for, you know, maybe I can pull, find some, some way to help pull me out of this state. Cause for, I've been sad for two years. I need to find something instead of doing that there, you know, well, what kind of witch am I that I can't, you know, manifest my own happiness. And because that's what they're being fed. They're being told, you know, well, you know, manifest it. If you want to just make it fucking happen instead of saying, Because I don't believe that there is a single human that doesn't have something that was either passed on by a parent or passed on to them by a relationship that went south. Or I I think as humans, we are all subjected to damage, not horrific necessarily, horrific damage, but I think environmentally speaking, when you are someone's parent, inevitably, as a parent, you are going to pass along either your idiosyncratic nature, your uh, pessimism is very possible, your uh, negative viewpoints about certain things, certain prejudices, um, you know, certain manners. Of, I mean, I had one of my children say to me, well, I, you know, I, I look for unavailable people to be in a relationship with because I've seen you be emotionally unavailable in your relationships. And I was like, what the 
fuck? I didn't. I mean, you right. didn't pass along shit. You didn't even know you fucking passed something along, goddammit. And all of a sudden, you're getting told, uh, yeah, I have this particular thing because of a way that you are that you haven't thought about in fucking years. I'm like, well, goddamn, I'm so. And you know, right. it's and I and I've even said, listen. I apologize that you had to see me being less than perfect. And when I say that, I don't mean it in a snarky way. Kids want to believe that their parents know everything because it makes them feel fucking secure. Like the person who's got my back knows some shit. But I had decided when I became a parent to, like, not do that because, I was raised by people who wanted me to think that they knew everything and these motherfuckers didn't know a goddamn thing and still fucking don't. So I'm like, you know what, let's try a different approach and say, you know what, I fucked up, I'm not perfect, I'm sorry, and and ride it from there. Because I think when you deny that you've, you know, ingrained something maybe negative unintentionally, you still engraved it. It's, it's kind of time to say, I'm sorry. There's nothing weak or or negative about saying to somebody i fucked up i'm sorry i think people actually wind up respecting you more because you're honest Uh, so it disturbs me when like i'm in business every day and i carry crystals with me and i I, like i have goldstone with me i carry fluorite i mean my coworker went to lift my purse and she's like what do you got in here a bag of rocks and i'm like well, um, I don't know what you meant. <laughs> I do. I mean, I have crystal quartz. I have uh, golden sheen obsidian that I carry around. Um, in my car, I I have golden healer in my car. I mean, I'm a bit of a rock nut at this point. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you, share the, you share the blame and the credit with a couple of my friends, I will say. But seriously, the the fostering okay. of you know the, the different energies, like the vibe I get from a piece of, say, red tiger's eye, is very mm-hmm. different from the vibe I get from like just a piece of plain or you know like rutilated quartz. They're just different vibes. There's different vibrations. How does that happen that 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 minerals and stones and, and semi precious gems and quartz and all of these things how does how do they acquire um the vibration that they get? You're like my crystal expert, so I like have to ask you these technical <laughs> questions. Well, I very much approach it from an animist uh, point of view, so I don't think that they necessarily acquire it. It's going to sound a little strange, but I think that they're born with it just like us. I think that their creation, they're imbued with the same energies that plants are, that we are, that you know, there's a spirit to these crystals just like there's a spirit to us, the animals, the plants, to basically anything that exists on Earth, everything has its own life force. Um, what that means at its level is still kind of the mystery of the universe, but I do believe that, like I said, they're born with it. As these crystals are created, they are created with these energies because that's what they're here to do. 
my personal feeling towards them, my relationship with them is I feel like these crystals are gifts. I feel like the earth gave them to us as a means of helping us to understand the lessons we're meant to learn, the energies of the earth, what it means to be a good steward of the earth. And earth gives us gifts all the time, things that help us on our way. And I believe that crystals are part of that. And the energies that they carry, the messages that they carry for us are the earth's way, the star's way, because for me, all roads lead back to the stars, um, which yeah. of course to many the stars source of creation. So they're they're gifts from the original source of creation ways to allow us to tap into these other energies that most people don't believe exist anymore. So I I make offerings to my crystals. I you know I I bless them with smoke and I I may give energetic offerings because they're they're my allies. They're not just pretty rocks that I that I own. And I believe that they just are naturally created in this world with those energies ready to go. If we are ready to embrace the fact that they have something to share with us. Wow. That's really, yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't think we, unless you're really like into crystals, I think it's something that easily gets dismissed by a lot of folks in our community. And, you know, because I, well, it's because I think people still look at crystals as just, you know, sh- pretty shinies to put on a shelf and leave and not work with. And, you know, at my age, first, you know, getting into it, never too late, never too late, see? Um, Absolutely not. You can, you, you can certainly uh, learn from them. I mean, there's certain crystals that I have in certain spots. In my home, like I have a gold stone at my home office desk, and I have banded agate at my my work desk at my day job, and I have, you know, sodalite here and golden healer there and clear quartz here and rutilated here. I mean, there's a specific energy, and here's something that was really interesting that I learned um, I had gotten from a friend of mine um, a Merkaba. Um, it was made out, and it was made. One was made out of sodalite. One was made out of golden healer. And I had the golden healer one in my hand, and I put it in my car. And I want to go. This feels like it belongs in the car. And then I was talking to the person I got it from. Uh, Gallows Hill Witchery is a friend of mine. Say hello. Um, but. You know, I was I I had this one in my car, and I'm like, oh, this is great. It just feels right. And I come to find out that a Merkaba tied to the chariot and tarot, and is a mode of transportation. And I'm like, isn't that interesting? How spirit guides you with the right crystal and the right crystal even form, and tells you what to do with it without you even knowing what you're doing. So. I, I do think that there is an energy that speaks to us um, from all kinds of things, uh, and and so I'm totally with you on that. I, I think I think everything is alive. If you have cells, there's there's life force in it. It's just a question of how tightly together the cells are. You know that was a concept I had learned in science in school when I was a little girl. So it's nice to see that you know, folks still believe that. 
because I think people don't realize that everything really is, in some regard, alive. Mm-hmm. So, I know. Yeah, and, and it I can mean, be hard to, to, around that, to look at, you know, oh, look at this box. Is it technically alive? Well, yeah, in its way. I know, not in the way that we comprehend life, no, but it existed as a tree once. So, yes. It has its own life force, regardless of whether or not we perceive it. It might be weak because we're processing the cardboard, but it was once a tree. So, yes, everything has or had a life force. And you're right. A lot of people will approach crystals like, aren't these pretty? And think that if they just, you know, buy a crystal and put it on their table, then, you know, magically, suddenly they're going to be psychic. And they'll have all the psychic powers in the world because they've got a of, you know, an amethyst geode sitting on their desk. And that's not to say that just having the crystals near you can't help. Like, I know for me, certain crystals that I use for, you know, reduction of anxiety and helping with calm and things like that, having them on my person or holding them isn't often, is often enough to assist me now whether that's because of the energy of the crystal or because it's psychosomatic at this point, it doesn't really matter because it still works. And so that's kind of how I approach it. Um, But there's a reason why I gravitated towards these crystals for this purpose. And when I really need more that I might go more in depth with working with them with, you know, energy work or meditation or actually focus on opening up to the crystal so that it can help me or what have you. That's not to say that just having these crystals nearby can't be beneficial. Um, but it's, they're not going to, you know, just like with any magic, you have to give the magic an outlet. Now, everyone thinks that I'm going to light this candle and get my dream fucking job without sending out a single resume. That's not how magic works. Um, same thing with crystals. You can't just, you know, be like, you're a bitch and crystal, make me psychic. It's not how it works. Um, you, you know, you have to work with the crystal. You have to op- you work on developing your psychic gifts. The crystal aids you. It supports you. It, it lends you certain energies that, and lessons, like they, they have lessons for you if you're willing to accept, you know, the energy exchange with the crystal spirits. Basically what it is is an energy exchange. They're lending their energy to you that helps you get where you need to be, whatever that is. But you still have to do the work. You're not just going to, you know, tap your head with an amethyst and suddenly be able to read thoughts on how any other shit works. Right. Which did. Like a lot fucking easier. But it's just not any how any of it works. Right. So you had a shop on Etsy. Can you talk mm-hmm. about that some? Yep, I still do. Um I've been making some changes. Uh his with, I think we talked before, The what prompted me to open the Etsy shop was I used to sling crystals in the local witchy store, and it shut down. So I wanted to continue with my crystal work, and I kind of approached it very, you know, I'm going to come up with these bundles and put them in my shop, and they'll just kind of sit there until someone wants them. And, you know, that was fine, and it worked okay, but I'm going to be honest, it was boring for me. It wasn't... Okay. It wasn't the same excitement that I felt when I was working in the crystal shop. And 
I'll be honest with you. I am one of those fucking people. If I am bored, unless I absolutely have to, to keep the fucking roof over my head, I cannot make myself do shit. Like I, if I'm bored, I, it is like pulling fucking teeth to make myself do something. If I don't have to, you know, like the only thing I can really force myself is like my, my mundane job. And even then it is a, throughout the day struggle forcing my attention back to the task at hand because I get bored. And then, you know, spirit has this way of testing you when you decide you want something and be like, okay, do you really, do you really? And, you know, as with anything, you know, things popped up, financial things that made it hard to pursue the, you know, doing the shop and just issues with Ohio. There's always issues with Ohio. Um, and for a hot second there, I was just like, that's it. Fuck all y'all. I'm done. I'm fuck it. Not doing it. Done. And then I, you know, calmed the fuck down and stopped having my little fit. And I was like, okay, there was something you wanted to do with this. What was it? Think about what you really want to do with this. Your shop doesn't have to look like everybody else's. You don't have to just, you know, post a bunch of stuff and hope someone buys it. How do you want to approach this? So I kind of, you know, forced myself to sit down and think about how the shop was structured and how I really wanted to do it and what I had enjoyed about selling crystals versus what I was not enjoying now. And a lot of it for me was the interaction with the people who came in and said, I need help with this. What do I need? And then working with that person, we would pick crystals and build them a bundle. And that was what I missed. I, I enjoy the whole, I need crystals for this. What, what do you recommend versus, all right, here's this bundle for this fucking thing. Anybody want to buy it? You know, just, that was, that was just not right. fun for me. It was not what I enjoyed. And so, and there were also elements of, you know, I, I'm sure you've noticed I changed the Facebook web page and everything. And there've been some changes as far as mm-hmm. that goes, simply because, um, you know, back a million years ago, like, you know, four or five years ago, I, you know, I used to have a blog. I used to, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I used to have a Facebook page where I, I focused more on, you know, writing and things like that. And when I say writing, please understand folks, I'm not considering myself a writer. When I say writing, I mean, it's a platform for me to rant. So, um, or talk shit about whatever I feel like talking shit about. That's basically what it is for me as a platform to run my mouth. Um, but I used to have, you know, a website where I did that and I originally had planned to start that back up and do them both separately. But at the end of the day, I am not savvy with social media. I'm not one of those people like, you know, fair warning to anybody who hears me on the show and decides to come check me out on social media. As a result, you are not going to get a perfectly polished Instagram, which picture that just doesn't fucking exist in my world. I'm not even capable of that kind of perfection. I don't know where that lives at all. So um, you're going to get a very real depiction of my existence, regardless of my business. And I try to make things look pretty, but it's going to be some real shit. It's because I'm, you know, I'm not good yeah. with social media not savvy. I don't know all the tricks and all the the things and I don't know all that shit. And I kind of quickly realized that plus I I do have a mundane job. I'm, you know, regular job that I work and I, I have to work a lot of hours. So I have to think about how much energy I have realistically to give to it. And right. Thinking about 
and kind of just digging into how I really wanted to move forward. I love crystals and I still want to continue to sell crystals and I'm going to focus more on custom bundles and um, I'm going to be offering um, crystal oracle readings as far as, you know, you can either get a reading and then get a custom bundle built on the premise of the reading, you know, based on obviously what I have in stock, but things that I think would help you based on the messages from the crystal oracle um, or just a reading or just a, if you know what you need help with, I can build a, a custom bundle if you're like, hey, I need help with this shit can do that. If you're like, I don't know what I need help with, just build me a bundle, I can do that too. Um, sometimes I do put together prefab bundles, like um, I don't know if you saw, I put together the Autumn Equinox bundle with all those really pretty autumn crystals, like the Red Jasper and the Citrine and everything, and because and, that was fun for me. I had fun putting that together and putting that out there. And I realized uh -huh. that you know, I have a mundane job, you know, I have a day job and research site, you know, I'm a recruiter for medical research. So I have that. And wow. well, yes, I would, I would love to just, you know, <laughs> live in the witchy, you know, where is the world, but, you know, as we both know, most people who have witchy gigs also have another job. So, um, Oh yeah, I really had to think how much energy I had to give to it. So I decided to kind of combine everything, and that's why it went from being the Star Spun Crystal Path, which was very specific to me. It just sounded very specific crystals, all all crystals. But I wanted to start to incorporate um, like my other things, like my writing and things like that nature. So that's why it's been rebranded, the Witch of the Star Sunwoods. Um, it's kind of wordy, I know, but it it pays homage to certain things in my life, like Star Spun. It honors my magic tradition, um, you know, and the woods, the forest thing there, that, you know, trees are central to my personal practice and I'm a witch. So, you know, that's kind of how I came to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I figured that would be, awesome. you know, it's more of a, more of an umbrella where I can talk about uh, crystals and sell crystals, but also talk about, whatever else I might want to rant about in the witchy world. And the Etsy shop is still there. I did modify the name just a bit. It's now just Star Spun Crystals, just to make it a little more, um, a little more centric. And I'm kind of, kind of, my plan, and once I beat the technology into submission, is to, um, I just got my domain name transfer today. So starspun.net will hopefully by the end of the weekend be operational, at least the bare bones of, you know, my writing, like more like a blog, we'll call it, you know, like writing and not like some fancy asshole or anything like that. But um, just an internet ranter, that's all. But hopefully I just, like I said, I just got my domain name transferred today and I'm going to spend some time this weekend working on getting that set up. And um it's all very slow because I'm kind of having to learn how to do all this stuff as I go. I'm not tech savvy. I'm kind of the ultimate glitch witch. My presence makes technology not work. Uh, my dad actually refers to it as my superpower, um, which is really funny because he's like this, I don't even know what he does. He's a programmer for Intel. I don't fucking know. Some tech thing. And um, he thinks it's very ironic. He's like, of course my daughter would be the great tech destroyer. So, um, so I, it's very slow going for me. I'm, I'm figuring it all out on my own, but um, that's okay because I want to be able to maintain it on my own. So I'm kind of plodding through it, learning as I go. But um, so, yeah, so a long-winded answer to that question is, yes, the shop is still there, and um, there will be some listings there. I'm focusing more on Facebook because, I mean, if we're being honest, it gets more traction. 
and yeah. you know people respond more they reach out they're like you know you can say a million times go to this etsy link to buy this and i will get five pms asking me to buy it so at this point i'm just slinging on facebook because that's where people are um i do still have the etsy presence because it's you know you know as you go you, you go where the people are responding and you know even when you provide the etsy link they're still well let me buy this from you here. So fine. I'll fine, buy it from me here. Um, you know, as long as I get your money at the end of the day, I don't really care when it comes to where the platform I use. Um, I do still have the Etsy presence for now just because it does help. But my hope is once my domain is live, I'm, I'm hoping to eventually transition everything to one central hub on the domain, but that's a little bit way down the road. That's, you know, more logistics I have to figure out down the way, but it's all very much a work in progress, but I'm, I'm slowly building it towards the kind of platform that I wanted it to be that allows me to sell crystals and talk about crystals, but also talk about other witchy things because I've been, you know, slinging spells for a long ass time. And I just feel like I need to rant about it. I don't blame you. No. And, and um, that's another reason why I'm so glad you're on the show today because, you know, and some folks have shops and that's all they talk about and it's it's done thoughtfully from that aspect but only from that aspect and i like the fact that you want to first of all you recognize that social media is what it is and we have to deal with it whether we want to or not because that it is man. where people are i mean especially facebook i contact everybody mm-hmm. through facebook because quite frankly if I don't have your specific email address, you have no idea how many times I have tried to figure out where a guest was to get them to confirm that they were coming on the show. Because, and I'm not naming names, but there are some folks who come on the show and I literally hold my breath because I cannot reach them until literally the day of the show. Like, I I know you're an artist and I know you're important, um, but I'm doing this for you. I'm free advertising for you. So you actually should at least let me know if you still intend to come on. And they always do. But I shouldn't have to worry. I'm sorry? It's just good manners. I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I I'm weird that way. Like, I'm like a trucker, and I can be really rude sometimes, but I'm also obsessive about good manners. It's a yeah, fairy thing. I mean, there's nothing. No, it's no, it's a good person thing. Honestly, <laughs> it's a not, it's a not horribly <laughs> rude person. If somebody is doing something for you and saying, "Hey, I have a platform, and I have listeners, and." Come on and talk about the things you care about and the things you do and the things you want to promote. And, I mean, I'm constantly told by, you know, certain folks, we're so grateful that you're there because we can't get some of these people to go and talk to other people. You at least follow up and make sure that they keep to their commitments. (laughs) And it's like – Sometimes it's like herding cats. But, I mean, now in my, my show information, I actually send a letter to new prospective guests to my show that if I don't hear from you within five days of your air date, um, I'm going to reschedule you because 
I've got plenty of other people who have been waiting to be on. You know, I'm already booked into mm-hmm. next August, literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, there's a lot of writers out there, and people want to promote awesome. their stuff. And, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm tickled. I'm very grateful. But by the same token, I have to respond to the people who – I don't have to chase, you know. I mean, folks have been really patient about waiting their turn, you know, and I want to respect that because it takes a long time to get on here sometimes because dates book up fast. I don't have a daily show. Maybe one day, if I ever retire with enough money to do it, I'd love to have a daily show. (laughs) As a matter of fact, if you look at my dates in November, well, I haven't posted all of them yet, but I'll be posting all of my new dates for November. I've I've got weeks where I'm doing four and five shows in a week. I never do that. I need to sleep sometime. But people were like, please have me on. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah, you know, things just kind of get backed up, and it's the holidays, and folks want to talk about – you know, potential Yule presents were at that point of the year. And again, going through a pandemic, you know, I want folks to come on and, and talk about stuff because they haven't been able to go out in public still and do their their festivals and conventions and stuff. You know, it's kind of sucked for a lot of people. It has. It really has. And it sucks because there's no good answer because there's, gatherings, conventions, they're not a good idea right now. They're still not safe, but I understand that people are doing it because they still have, they have to earn money and there's no support and for them. So, you know, it just is what it is. And it's just really unfortunate. So, you know, now that we're on that subject, do you have any like recommendations of crystals for protection um, from folks who maybe don't believe in science? (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's plenty of crystals for protection Um, whether or not they're specifically for science deniers I don't know if they've come up with one yet but um, (laughs) plenty of crystals for protection Um, black tourmaline hematite um, black obsidian uh, labradorite, lapis lazuli, fluorite, they're all very protective, and, and many of them have specific protective qualities, but all of them have very protective, like lapis is actually one of my favorite. A lot of people overlook lapis because lapis has a very strong association with magical properties and the promoting of magical abilities and star association, which was originally what drew me to it. But after exploring wow. um, the energies and properties of lapis and, and really kind of reading more in depth about it, um, it's actually also a very protective stone, and one of the things that I love about it is that it's one of those crystals that if, and not even necessarily another witch, but just another person, because, you know, people throw enough shade, it can send some snotty-ass juju your way, um, whether they're a witch or not. Um, For sure. If someone throwing that shade away, it, it uh, kind of gathers it all up. And sends it back to them. Like, you don't have to program the crystal to do that. You don't have to be like, you know, you don't have to do your magic fucking incantation about send all bad negativity back. You know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> it's just going to do it. It's handle all that business for you and send all that mess back to the person who sent it to you. And that is why it's one of my fucking wow. favorites. <laughs> and you know, 
I just ordered a piece of, of lapis recently. So I'm, I may have to get you to put together a, a, a bundle for me uh, with some lapis when you get it. And um, I saw you had petrified wood. What is petrified wood for? Petrified wood. I love petrified wood. Um, probably because I'm obsessed with trees. But um, <laughs> petrified wood is not is not actually wood anymore. It used to be, but it is actually crystal. Um, how petrified wood is created oh. is the wood um, is coated in a layer of chalcedony, which is a microcrystalline form of quartz. And chalcedony acts as a pseudomorph, which means it will cover the wood, and then it will basically consume the DNA of the wood while taking on the wood's form. So it will still look exactly like the piece of wood, maybe a little smoother, but it'll still, same color, same shape, it'll look like the wood. But if you test the DNA, it's all crystal. The wood isn't there anymore. And wow. so basically eat where the DNA becomes, become. <laughs> so um, it's a very grounding crystal. It, uh, you know, grounding balance. Uh, for me, I find it to be a strong connection to trees. Lord, I can't talk either. It's a fucking pandemic of bitches who can't talk. <laughs> um, I like to use it for... I like to use it for connection to tree spirits, you know, because trees factor um, very heavily into my spiritual practice. So it, it ties you to the spirit of the tree that it used to be. And um, so in that way, I find it very grounding. And for me, I find trees to be a conduit. They're kind of a bridge between earth and sky. So I personally like to use petrified wood as, and this is where I like to talk about when it like sidebar here for a second, because when I say things like I personally like to use it, I like to encourage people to go with their instinct because you can read what a crystal represents until you're blue in the fucking face. And you might be like, yeah, I ain't getting none of that from this crystal, but I really want to use it for this. And, but then they'll be like, but I shouldn't because it's not supposed to be for that. Well, who says that crystal is telling you right now, use it for that. So go with your instinct because you're, your ally will guide you if you're open to listening to it. And you have to consider all of these associations came from people who sensed these energies. They picked up a piece of lipidolite and were like, damn, I feel calm. So they began mm -hmm. to associate peace and tranquility with it. Someone else picked up lipidolite and was like, whoa, using this crystal really heightened my ability to connect to the Akashic Records. So now that's associated with it as well. Someone had to sense it. So maybe you might be one of the first people to sense it with this stone. Who the fuck cares? So go with what your instinct says. And for me, because it's, you know, the, the pseudomorph, the chalcedony pseudomorph, um, Chalcedony in general is one of my favorite crystals. And even though when you when you look up the properties for chalcedony, you won't see anywhere that it has any association with transformation or, um, you know, taking on new energies or adapting to a new situation. But I use it for that because it's a fucking pseudomorph. It's going to eat that DNA and become that thing and be stronger than before. So I use it for that. It, it supports me through those endeavors. And that is also part of, you know, because petrified wood is a pseudomorph, I also associate it with, you know, support through transition, but a more grounded, a gentle support because it, you know, it, it 
the petrified wood it used to be a tree it's got those grounding energies um because it used to be a tree and to me trees also link back to the ancestors which you know the druids a lot of people associate that i'm not fucking new with that um i also view you know you know that ain't a new fucking idea um i i also view them as you know I grew up in California where they have 100-foot redwoods, so I know what an ancient tree looks like. I know what an ancient tree feels like. So I also associate trees with ancestor veneration and wisdom from past ages and things like that. Um, and that's, so that's what I use petrified wood to support as well. Like I'm going to be in the next, um, as soon as my crystals come in, because <laughs> shipping takes a minute with some of these wholesalers, um, as soon as the crystals they need yeah. come in, I'm, Lord, I can't talk. As soon as the crystals that I need come in, there, booyah, God. Um, I'm planning on being a salon bundle. Um, and I very much am planning to include petrified wood in that because for me, I can't think of another crystal that would be better to include in an attempt to connect to the ancestors and ancestral wisdom than petrified wood for all those many reasons I just babbled incessantly about. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I have to admit, I did not know that petrified wood was only wood at one point and has transformed into something. I had no idea. Us and truly. Mm-hmm. So and I know, and I'm not you fucking unique. So if I didn't know, there's some other bitches out there listening who didn't know either. So <laughs> it's not just me. No, seriously, I operate on the premise that I'm not any smarter than anybody. So if I don't know some shit, I'm sure some other people don't know some shit too. So thank you for that sure. because I didn't know. Now I did see your Facebook picture where you lovingly stroked your hand through a pile of it and I went oh, I want some oh it's beautiful it's so pretty this batch was so beautiful I was like trying to just do like a little teaser thing and I just kept manhandling it I was like trying to like talk in the video I'm like oh look it's trying to be all like you know smooth and shit and like oh look it's petrified wood and it's going to be in the salon bundle blah 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 blah, blah. and I'm just like grabbing pieces and going like oh my god look at this one and it's just it's that's, uh-huh. that's what I mean people you're not going to get a polished insta witch when you come to my page you're going to get the real reality of all my mess Oh, shit. You think you're the only one? Come on. Anybody who's listened to my show for more than five fucking minutes is like, this bitch is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, you are too. Come on. <laughs> We're going to do this shit together. Okay. No, seriously. It, yeah, you know, the the whole idea of of perfection and having our shit together, you know, it's funny because on on the rare occasions that I talk to Christians, it's like, I'm no fucking different from you. I just believe different gods. That's it. I'm still trying to make a paycheck like you are. I'm still trying to take care of my family like you are. I'm just trying to have some fucking fun out here while I'm still around like you are. There's really not a whole lot of difference. Really not. And I'm fucking more religious than you, so shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes, I swear like a That's all right, because let me tell you something. While your happy ass is going to church once a week, I've got a fucking daily set of deities over here saying, don't forget. 
don't forget, like uh-huh. Sanders, you better be show some fucking gratitude, and that's daily, okay? Daily. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Don't 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 try to out religion me. It's hilarious. I was brought up by Pentecost. Don't even. Oh, so you know. Yeah, two Pentecostal <gasps> preachers as parents. Although my mother started off as a pagan. I the yeah. Oh. My father talked her into yeah. My father talked her into the fact that maybe that was evil and there's a whole bunch of other shit, but. This isn't the time for that, but yeah. I mean, so I come from an interesting background, too, as most witches fucking do. I'm just saying. They do. The majority of them got some reason. Yeah, yeah. Majority of humans. Everybody's got some shit because the world sucks, and it's hard to... We don't live in a world that supports acting like a kind human and so we're all fucked up because we it just everything's fucked up some of us are just doing the best we can with what we've got and sometimes it's not a lot but it's all right you know but we're here and we're here to spread some information and and share some shit and you know basically i consider the show a place for people to meet folks that have other information than what they have or to get more information about something they already have. You know what I mean? So I I love the fact that you will come on and just like hang and we can talk about 9,000 things, including what you're doing with, (laughs) you know, your website and shit that you're going through. Cause you're, you know, it's, it's great. It's not like there's some folks who are very, you know, they only want to answer a certain type of question or a certain number of questions, and there's certain topics folks don't want to talk about because it's not pretty or it's not comfortable. And I love it when I have somebody like you on because you're like, I'm, whatever you want to talk about, we're talking about, we're good. Let's go. You know, which makes Basically. it a, a very <laughs> – yeah, I mean, I appreciate it because it makes it a fun conversation, and I, I think it's really important when folks deal with other folks that they learn that person's personality. Um, so you know who you're dealing with, you know? People are still listening to my show. Gods, I love the fucking lot of you. Thank you for hanging, and, and thank you for bringing your friends. I noticed that some of you brought your friends this week, and, and I'm very appreciative. That that makes me feel like you guys like me a little, and you don't you don't mind my craziness too much. I, I very much appreciate that. But I, I try to bring, you know, the best of the best, the most fun folks, the most knowledgeable folks. And it's not about perfection. It's about, you know, we're real people with real shit. So I, I just want you to know how much I appreciate the fact that, you're not perfect and you're not trying to put up a perfect show. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we're just us. I do. You know, and it's hard. It's, it's easy to feel the pressure to try and present that, especially when you are trying to sell a product of some kind. And, you know, there are people that I know who the, the pictures they put up, they're perfect. It's effortless because that's just them. Like one of my dearest friends, She's this very beautiful, exotic, tattooed, gorgeous yoga teacher, and every post is artistic and aesthetic and beautiful, and 
thing is, is it's not contrived because I know this woman and this is her fucking life. Her, you, this is just how she moves through her life because it's what brings her peace and joy. And so I know, but it, but I know her. So I know looking at her pictures that, you know, this is what gives her joy, making things look beautiful, having, like, she believes very much in the magic of the aesthetic. And, you know, we've had long conversations about it and she believes in adornment as ritual and, you know, building your aesthetic as ritual and, and physical adornment, all of that. So it's, it's all part of her and her personal practice. So when I see her post, I'm not like, mm, fake ass bitch. No, because I know that that's, that's her. And, you know, that's, I don't, cause I know that's her and that's how she presents. That's how she moves through her life, whether people are watching or not. And I think that's what it is. It's like, do you move like this when no one's watching? Because if the answer is no, then you a fake ass into witch. And that's fine. You know, the pictures are beautiful. I love the, the beautiful artistic pictures, but, you know, acknowledge that it's, it's meant to be presented as art. Don't press it off as this is my witchy space. And then when you turn around, you know, it's a fucking bag of Cheetos and a recliner and you're going to be watching the TV for the rest of the night. Not that there's anything wrong with doing that. Like if that's where you're at that night, do that shit. But that can't be the only thing you do. If you still want to tell the world, Oh, look at what an amazing witch I am by my shit. So yeah. I felt that pressure at first, you know, I was like, Oh fuck, I got to take the perfect picture. I got it. They can't know. And then I was like, I don't literally do not have the energy for that. So I'm going to take the best picture and I'm going to, I don't use filters because I want, I want the crystals to be portrayed as, as they are. So I don't use any kind of filters or editing. I just like crop for size and, you know, I, I try to, you know, make the picture look nice. I set them up on a little wooden thing and I, you know, I try to make the picture look pretty, but you're getting a, a regular picture. I'm not, cropping I'm not I'm, I'm rather I'm cropping but I'm not editing I'm not filtering because you know I'm trying to sell a natural product and I want you to see it and you know I kind of just had to admit that that was just going to have to apply to everything else whether I was sharing a picture of my fucking cats because you know black cats live in the star sun woods um you know whether it was a picture of my cats or a fucking selfie of me you were going to get you what the fuck is in stock today and if that means that I am looking good with my makeup did, my hair's looking okay, then that's what you're getting. And if it means that I've got my hair in a bun so you can't see that it's not been brushed, and that's what you're getting too. And I just kind of had to accept that that was just the way it was going to be. And if people appreciate that kind of get what you're going to get, then they'll stick around. And if they don't, then there's plenty of insta-witches out there for them. I agree. No, I think you got to be exactly who the fuck you are because I think that comes through. And I think people see that. You know, I've, I've got a lot of folks who are like, oh, uh, aren't we doing this as a video uh, show? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. No. I don't, you know, it's, it's not necessary. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel, I think people, if you give people a visual, they will hyper-focus on the visual as opposed to what they are hearing. And I think it's easier for folks to get other things done when all they have to do is listen. Because quite frankly, if it's a video thing, I want to watch it. Otherwise, I think I'm going to miss something. If something is coming, right. it's like a mental trick. If something is coming only through your radio or your speakers, um, you know, you can uh, 
maybe look at something that you were supposed to be paying attention to or, you know, you can listen to the show and still be scooping the litter box, taking care of shit. You know what I mean? I think visuals are very distracting and, you know, I don't want anything to take – you know, I don't want people hyper-focusing on the fact that my roots are growing in as opposed to what you're saying about petrified wood. You see what I mean? So it's I do, yeah. I, yeah, I think, you know, it, and it's not because I think I look good or because I think I look horrible. Um, you know, when I'm having a cute day with or without makeup, I'll throw it up. I mean, I don't do it often because I don't look that cute all the time or often or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? I think the visual is distracting. So while I do appreciate the fact that, that it's nice to see folks, I don't think anybody needs to look at my old ass. But that's just me. <laughs> but I, I do but I love the fact that you're so real about everything. And I've always thought that about you, even back in the old Sunday stew days. I'm like, she's just nice. It's just a real fight. Oh, thank you. No big deal. No airs, no bullshit, no you know, no nose in the air. I'm very, I I love people who are just easy to talk to, relatable, and just nice folks. And I think basically there's just a nice folk inside of everybody if we would just fucking let that person out and give her some air. You know what I mean? (laughs) People are way up, I think people are way fucking uptight when it comes to social media. And it's like, yeah, bitches, we just need to relax and not, you know, be judging each other. And I know that's hard because it's a natural human reaction to want to pick apart and assess and reassess and rebuild in our own image, as it were. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's not necessary, you know. I mean, we're just all here to be groovy and learn shit from each other. And, you know, maybe improve our magic skills and, you know, maybe get a crystal that we don't have that might really help us out. So I really love what you said about petrified wood. I don't own any. Now I feel like I must get some from you. So that's a separate discussion <laughs> that we will have after the show. But um, okay. I've, kept you, I've, I've kept you a bit longer than I normally would. Um but and, and I apologize because I didn't even warn you that I was going to do that. But I'm so glad you're no like hanging out. So any, so anyway, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Um, before we go, tell folks again where to find you, how to make a request for something special, how they can hit you up. Give them all the info. Definitely. Um, don't go to the website address today because you won't get very far. Um, but by the weekend, uh, by the time the weekend is over, starspun.net will be up and running. Um, as of right now, that is just going to be contain like my writing, my ranting, as you, if you will. Um, my goal is that it will eventually contain everything, including the ability to order um, you can find me on Facebook. Most folks find me on Facebook or Instagram. That's been, even when I put the Etsy out there, like I said, they just find me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook as Witch of the Star Spun Woods, and I can be found on Instagram as the Star Spun Witch. 
and you can um, direct message me through either website uh, if you are interested in a custom crystal, crystal bundle. Um, if you know what you want the energies to focus on, then you can tell me that and I can build it. Or if you aren't sure, then we can do kind of an intuitive bundle. If you want a reading, I do crystal oracle readings. Um, pretty much we can go from there, whatever it is you're looking to get done. If you know you want a specific type of crystal, I'll also do that too. Like I will provide a list of what I have in stock so you can kind of go down the list and be like, okay, I want this, 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 and this. Um, I, I'm happy to do that too, whichever you, per, whichever the, the person prefers. Um, I just really enjoy working with someone to build the perfect bundle for them, whatever that entails. If they already know what they want, cool. I'm just here to assist. If they need more help, I'm happy to guide as well, whatever, whatever the person is looking for. Um, so right now, best bets is for hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Again, Instagram is the star spun witch. Facebook is which of the star spun woods. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. I always enjoy talking to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I really enjoy speaking with you, and this is a lot of fun. Well, I am going to have you back on, uh, and I will find you a date when we get off the air. So you'll be hearing from me shortly. Oh, God, my timing is good because you, your voice is breaking up horrifically. Okay, so we are going to okay. end there. And, yeah, and I will see everybody on Thursday with the 415. Have a great week, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Talk to you all later. Bye.